Hi, and welcome to the Pink Sheep Tales podcast. Pink Sheep Tales? What's this all about, I hear you ask? Well, the name is based on the old saying, Black Sheep of the Family, and Tales, T-A-L-E-S, is a play on words because we'll be hearing people's life stories. So through this podcast, I'm so excited to be able to share these remarkable stories from inspirational children and adults with you. These everyday people are building amazing businesses, excelling in their careers, exceptional in their industries, choosing unique career paths, and all in the name of living their best life. My goal is to encourage listeners to follow their passions and be inspired by our pink sheep who have and are doing just that. So let's do it. Let's open the gate and hear this week's Pink Sheep Tale. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Pink Sheep Tales. This week we have an extraordinary young lady who has started a fantastic business in the sustainable industry. We've just done a recording for our Let's Talk Tiny Houses podcast and We were learning all about her favorite products, how she established the business, where the name came from, um, and what occurs in the business. Um, Shopping, you can get educated with workshops, um, watch YouTube videos, everything. She has all your needs covered. Um, So, with no further ado, I'll introduce you to Lottie DL. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited about this one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you because you've you've given me a lot of your time today and I really appreciate it. I know you're a busy young lady, so thank you. <laughs> this one, um, I love the pink sheet ones because I love hearing people's stories and it's particularly like you've changed industries and sometimes it, that can be a really hard decision for a lot of people and just to hear how other people have done it and you know you can make a success of it and the world won't collapse it's fantastic um i think it's really inspiring so thank you for sharing your story with us no worries lottie has banished.com.au and it's a business where she's working on it's eco-friendly and plastic free online store uh with educational avenues as well is that how you would best describe it, Lottie? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, Banish is an online store and education platform that helps people reduce their waste. So it's everybody from the people who are kicking their goals and are completely zero waste to the people who are nowhere near that but who are just getting started and making those small steps. Oh, brilliant. That's well said, well said. <laughs> if we go back now to younger Lottie, when you and I, it's really interesting to think about um, back at school, sort of what your interests were socially, uh, in classes, things like that. Um, so, what were when you look think back about young Lottie, what comes to mind? Yeah, well, it's funny that I absolutely loved school. I had the best time. I was just kind of just loved being with my friends all the time and playing all the sport and doing all of the extracurricular activities. But school kind of came last, <laughs> the actual schoolwork itself. I did it yeah. and I got through, but for me, it was just kind of being around everybody in the atmosphere. So I don't really 
think there was any kind of telling signs that I would get to where I was. Um, I wasn't actually very good at English, so when I ended up becoming a journalist, that was a bit of a laugh to everybody. And I don't know, I just kind of threw myself headfirst into everything and tried lots of different things. And the Poor Careers Council, I was there kind of every second day trying to work out what I would do next. And I've just kind of gone here, there and everywhere and ended up on this path. Oh, well, that's fantastic. You had great imagination and aspirations. You just weren't sure where they were going to take you, it sounds like. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I find it really interesting, people who are entrepreneurs and have their own businesses, were whether that's um, like you're the first in the family to do that or whether you were influenced by other members of your family, like maybe mum and dad or aunties and uncles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my mum is an artist, so a small business owner herself. Um, My dad is a stockbroker, so two very different industries. Um, So I guess I was looking at mum in a way, um, running her own business. But no, I didn't actually have anyone that had the typical small business growing up to kind of aspire to or to look at. But I think my family have been always very supportive of all of my endeavours and there's kind of never been a door shut. It's always just been opened and it can just, yeah, try everything, give everything a go, I think was the main motto. Oh, that's fantastic. Makes a big difference to a young person and and an adult as well, the support from the family. So that's fantastic. No, definitely. And I think, so I think one of my... Um, first businesses was sewing pencil cases for my friends when I was 12 that was a big 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 business venture when I first learned how learned how to sew and then my brother and I used to sell um, mulberries from the mulberry tree in our um, backyard on the street along with recipe cards you can make a mulberry pavlova if you wanted (laughs) so I think we were always trying little things and um, little quirks and just because why not when you're 12? Yeah. No real risk associated <laughs> with it. And your Mulberry uh, venture there sounds very much like Banish. You were providing someone with a product and telling them how they could use it. That is very true, very yeah. true. It's a shame Mulberry season isn't longer. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They're very yummy though. Um, <laughs> they are. So After school, uh, did you go straight to university? No, I took a year off um, when I finished school and I went traveling. So Mm -hmm. I went around Europe and the UK for about nine months, which was amazing and I loved it and just exploring and going here, there and everywhere with not much of a plan, um, which was great. I don't think I could do it now. I'm a bit too organized now. I think it would just drive me insane not knowing (laughs) where I was going next. Um, And then I went to university at QUT and again, I guess this kind of shows that I really had no idea what I wanted to do. So I studied a double degree in media and communications and nutrition. Oh, so a bit of a bit of a funny combination because I was really torn between the two different um, avenues, and then I kind of found this one degree that would do both. And there were only three of us in my cohort. Oh wow, <laughs> it was a very unique course. Yeah. So, did you become a journalist straight after uni, or 
Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of doing a bit of work experience when I was um, at uni. And then when I finished, I kind of went on the mad job hunt with the goal of eventually working at Women's Health magazine because that was really the only place that could combine the two because then I'd be able to talk about the nutrition aspect and elements things. Mm-hmm. And then I could also use my media and journalism experience. So I first of all moved to Sydney. Mm-hmm. and started working for InStyle magazine and then I worked for Women's Health magazine shortly after and then Men's Health magazine as well at the same time for um, almost three years. Oh, fantastic. What would be one of your favourite stories that you you covered? I think it would have to be the Mark Wahlberg story cool. about um, doing my tried and tested piece on living Mark Wahlberg's daily routine yeah. because that was the story that um, made me launch Vanish or what led me to launch Vanish, I should should say. So I think that would have to be my favourite story. Yes, and we spoke about that in the Tiny House one so everyone can pop over and listen to uh, your Tiny House podcast interview and um hear the complete story on that one but yes he's a absolute definition of an early riser (laughs) (laughs) oh dear so um so originally you were living in queensland and then you moved down to sydney yes so i grew up in brisbane um in west brisbane and then yeah moved down to sydney when i got the job with InStyle, and i've been here ever since could you see yourself moving again? Oh, never say never. And I think my mum would love me to move back to Brisbane in a heartbeat. But <laughs> at the moment, I just love the lifestyle down here. I love waking up and going for a swim in the morning. And then just, I don't know, I've got a lot of friends down here and my network. So at the moment, I can't see myself moving back anytime soon. But we'll just see. Oh, fantastic. Well, as I was saying before, it's a little overcast up here today, so we're getting a bit of a reprieve from the from the heat. But, um, yes, it's been a, a hot summer, so you haven't missed much at the moment up here. <laughs> Nothing beats that Brisbane humidity. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, so there's a, a lot of people who would like to start a business or online business in particular. Are there any tips that you could give them that you wish you knew before you started? Um, I think the biggest one is to just start. I think it's so easy to put it off and say, oh, no, well, I'll never be that good or I can't do it like they do or I don't know how to do that. And I think the biggest thing is just to get started, to start Googling, to launch that website. It doesn't need to be a huge record-breaking launch. You just have to pop it up and tell a couple of friends and then they can tell their friends and then it can grow nice and organically because I think we put so much pressure on it and I think the beauty of online especially is that you can change everything and anything and if I look at the Vanish website now to what it looked like a year ago it's completely different and then I'm sure in a month it'll look completely different again and I think that's the whole aspect is as you grow as a business your whole offering can grow and it can all change and nothing's set in stone so we do put a lot of pressure and it is a reflection of ourselves so we do want it to be amazing and perfect but sometimes we can be striving for such perfection that we don't start doing and I think if we're doing that then that's not very good so just get started jump right in Oh, well said, Lottie. Well said. I totally agree. And yes, it's it, the first step's the, the scariest, but you just got to take that leap and then 
it's perfect and uh, as long as you're following your passion like I always say to everybody that's as long as you're doing something that is true to you and makes you really happy you can't go wrong you know that's exactly. yeah it's the goal for everybody in five years where would you like the business to be or for yourself how would you um would could you see yourself taking it maybe overseas thinking oh I could move overseas and still run the business that way or um are you looking at employing people to help you with it expanding what yes sir I I have so many goals my goals list is just never ending for banish because I think you need to aim big go big to win big so just to shoot for the star Uh, no what is it shoot for the moon and if you miss you'll land among the stars that's that's my that's my goal with everything so I think in five years honestly with banish at the moment I really want to stay within Australia because I think there is so much room to grow and especially in the Australian market there's so much hunger and a need for this kind of this sustainable movement. There's people want to do more. We've had these absolutely devastating bushfires lately and floods and everything. So people need know that they need to be treating the environment better than they are at the moment. So ultimately I'd love to stay within Australia also because of the carbon footprint of flying we don't ship overseas and that's not something that we'd like to do in the future because um, flying has such a detrimental impact on the environment so we only ship within Australia and all of our supplies are Australian so that's something that I would like to keep doing and keep supporting so I think we will stay within Australia I would love to have a team I'd love to be talking to more and more people and using a team and advocates to do so and to really expanding the reach. I I don't know. I'd love to do everything, TV shows, books, podcasts, (laughs) radio shows, you name it. Oh, well, I (laughs) think you can do it. (laughs) Thank you so much for that. Actually, on the topic of um, your suppliers, is there a young business there that you helped get going like you might have been their first distributor yeah well quite a few of them I was their first um mainstream distributor so there's not really one in a like there's not really one that I could name actually because there's so many of them so kind of the way I there's a combination of the ways that I find them or they find me so it could be finding somebody's tiny small Etsy store and then contacting them through that and kind of asking them about if they could be prepared for more orders each week and how many more orders they could um, they could handle and then working with them to kind of streamline their processes so that they can fill the orders that we get at Banish each week and then helping them grow their business. So one of our suppliers has been able to kind of reduce her, the number of days she's doing at her full-time job now because she can focus now more on her side hustle. So it's working with those businesses as well that makes my heart sing and help them with my kind of background in communications communicate their messages to um, bigger audiences. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, that would be such bring such a smile to your face we're helping people like that that's brilliant good on you Lottie was there anything you were thinking oh I'd really like to let people know this or um something on the horizon that you'd like to share um I think the biggest thing for me with um 
other people is that it's really easy to compare other people or to say, oh, well, there's already somebody who's got the same business as me, so why would I even start? But if you look at Coles and Woolworths, they knew about each other and then they <laughs> kept on going. And there has to be competition for everybody and I think we all do things differently and that's our point of difference. Even your point of difference could be your customer service or it could be your branding. It doesn't have to be. I think now there's so many different products out on the market and you can't be scared off because somebody else is doing it. You'll just do it in a different way. And that's there's always room for that in the in this space, I think. Oh, definitely. That's fantastic advice, Lottie. Oh, brilliant. Oh, you're a real sweetheart. And I really do appreciate all your time and sharing both your stories with us, your overall story, but we kind of split you in half a little bit today, didn't we? <laughs> I'm used to being spread very thinly across everything. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay, well, we might say goodnight for now, but not farewell because we'll keep up um, with your story. And if ever you'd like to share something with our audience, please let us know and we'll pass it on and let everyone um, keep everyone up to date with yourself and banish and how you're conquering the sustainable space (laughs) no worries at all and if anybody wants to ask me any questions as silly as they may think they are please tell them to go ahead yes and we'll pop all your links uh as well as with the tiny house podcast we'll pop all your links in the show notes and on our facebook page so everyone can keep up to date with yourself that way as well yeah Amazing. Oh, such a great story. I love it. Well, we wish you all the best for the future and all the happiness. You deserve it and you're doing really great work. So thank you, Lottie. No, thank you for having me and thanks for doing all of the amazing work that you're doing. Thank you for listening and I hope you really enjoyed this week's tale. Let me now invite you to pop over to our Facebook group called Pink Sheep Tales Podcast and there you can stay up to date with all the exciting news from our pink sheep. You can also find myself at OCD, Organising Cleaning and Decluttering Specialists on Facebook or on my website ocdpro.com.au. Well, I'll catch you back here next week. Until then, enjoy yourself. <laughs>